this. Hit this. Good evening, everyone. What is going on? We are back again with episode 75 of the South Florida Gamers Podcast. I am your host, the Silverback Senpai. Across the table, the round table, it's my co-host, Waluigi. Good evening, folks. How's it going? Long time no see. Wow. It's been a while since we had a Monday night. Yeah. Been a while, but it's going to change coming up next month. So don't expect a lot of Monday podcast episodes. <laughs> so that's, it, it's, it's unfortunate. That's due to some real life stuff that's going on oh, with yeah. myself. So, yeah, life kind of gets in a way. But, um, of course, we're always going to, you know, continue to keep providing you guys content. We're always going to keep doing the podcast. So that's not going to stop us. We're uh -huh. still going to keep going and we're still going to be pushing strong. And thanks to y'all's support and continued support. Hey, we y'all keep this podcast going. Yeah, we're the guest list continues to keep expanding and growing. <laughs> so endless thank yous. Yes, so thank you guys so much. But let's get in with our guest, and that is none other than Jin. What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, going pretty well. I'm glad you guys, you know, decided to have me on. Oh hell yeah! Once he saw you ask, I was excited. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the email like. We got interviews, man. <laughs> yeah. Interviews, nice. Oh, yeah, okay. definitely. Got plenty of questions for me, I guess. Oh, definitely. Because this because this episode is all about you. Yes. Because we want to hear your story. We want to know your gaming origins, your background, what got you into gaming. We want to know your whole, either your hero arc, your villain arc. Tell us. <laughs> all, all the arcs that you can name, at least, that isn't long as One Piece or Grey's Anatomy or anything like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm slinging shots. So the work. floor is yours. Wow. To to go to origin. Wow. That's all right. Well, I actually it's crazy. I actually do know, you know, where I started from, how I go, how, you know, Jin came to be. Right. Um, and I think the main thing would probably be to say what was like technically my first fighting game. Right. Even though. You know, it's had some speculation in the past. Uh, where I'd say where I truly started from, and it's going to feel kind of cringy to me, my first fighting game that I really got competitive with was Naruto Storm. Ah. You know, I saw it two seasons a while back, and I didn't know there was an actual scene for it. But see, here's the thing, though. This was Naruto Storm in, like, 2014. Oh, that one. Yeah, this is like going all the way back. Um, I was that would have to be Storm Three. Well, I played all the Storms, Same. and I played them you know too. when it finally I got like to like the second one. That's where I stopped. <laughs> when it finally got to like Storm Two, when they finally got an online, who I I just like took it all away. At the time, Naruto was like my favorite anime, so. Obviously, I'm going to be playing the fighting game that I love the anime for. Right. And then eventually turned into like, all right, well, I want to start beating people. And lo and behold, during the time, I was actually pretty good at it. Crazy enough how, you know, there was actual meta during the time yes. of like that storm. You know, classic chakra dashing, tilt combos, yep. you know, infinite combos, yep. you know, you, 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 you eventually you start to love it. And then uh, I continued on with it to the point where I actually did start streaming it. Um, it's been wild, but 
I actually could say I used to be one of the popular streams that was actually streaming Naruto Storm, along with other people. Like, oh my gosh, I, thinking about clans back then, people uh, officially made clans online too, and you had right. to make your own clan or you had to uh, initiate your way to be in a clan. Yes. But yeah. digressing. Um, that's how usually. That's how actually my name started to come to be because. Technically, my full tag name. Wait, there's a full tag name? Yes, there's a full tag name. I don't really use it often because I've digressed from eh, Naruto. But my full tag name is Jinbiasharan Sage. And wow. how that came to be was because, <laughs> yes, it is. And Jin is just so much better. But how it came to be was because I knew I was going to start streaming. Right. And... Eventually, I was like, well, I need to build a tag for myself. So I just took all the strongest, like, eye powers, and then along with Sage Mode, you know, put it in my notes, started shifting around names, and then eventually I got Jin Beersar and Sage. And then eventually I realized people calling me that is just going to be That's, a task. You're going to give somebody yeah. a headache. <laughs> so That's shorten awesome. it to Jin, eventually started playing Naruto Storm. And then it just took off from there. I started getting a lot of views, started getting like, you know, 20 to 30 to 50. Um, there was actually a point in time where I had like 100. And oh my then, God. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, Naruto Storm was crazy during that time. Oh yeah, it was. And then, Novus, yeah, going on to like 2015, 16, you know, like. Storm uh, 4. Storm 4. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the, the, the storm that really just broke me. Truly broke me. It's uh, where they implemented the counter. And they also had pretty strong glitches in the game, too. It was, it was a point in time where people were really getting mad about the game because there was always three sets of people playing the game. Mm -hmm. It was either one, you had your beginners who really, like, enjoyed the game, who obviously play it for the fact that it's... Uh, the Naruto anime. anime. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you had your people who actually knew how to play the game. You know, they know their classic combos. They can use, you know, directional combos, everything like that. Then you had the pros and the clan members. Oh, no. Yes, you know, uh, oh, the some of the strongest clans like the X-Voids, uh, the X-Sukiyomis, um, while uh, the name wasn't enjoyed, there were also the Molly Popper clan. Molly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there were some really strong clans out there, and there were just people who just loved being called the Solos, where uh, they just didn't be a part of a clan during that time. <laughs> yes, and definitely for me, I was one of the Solos. But either way, moving on from Naruto, because eventually I just did not enjoy the community afterwards because it got a little bit crazy. Plus, <clears throat> CC2. Um, moving on, eventually when I actually started branching out to more fighting games, right. I moved over to Street Fighter V. Ooh. Yeah, and then learning on from there, it was Street Fighter V to Injustice 2. Yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I was, I was really looking to branch out when I really was like, all right, I want to play a different fighting game. So got from there to Street Fighter Injustice, then finally moving on to one of my home games, 
Pokémon tournament. Ah. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're one of the first people to mention Pokémon. Yeah. Nobody has ever talked about this. Game. Yeah, I've, I've I've dabbled with it, but not like to the extent. I've never gotten a chance to play Pokémon Pokémon tournament, oh, but fun. I remember this was like um years back where I I think there were you there used to be a scene at a uh, versus. Like, yes, there was. Yeah. I was a part of that scene. Ah, okay, yeah. Awesome. That's that's what I like. I I got like word of Pokemon. Like, oh, they have Pokemon tournaments at um at versus or what? And I was like, oh, okay. I'm low-key jealous. Everyone talks about versus, and I'm just like, man, I wish I knew about this. <laughs> yeah, uh, rest versus soul. I I definitely miss it. It's where I really made my first staple in a community uh like in a community and a scene because i was truly just someone like even though if i like to be competitive i was more of just staying home and didn't really go out to tournaments right and then lo and behold uh while i was streaming uh pokin uh there was a person who came by my stream and said hey like you're pretty good why don't you go to tournaments and then I told them, funny enough, I actually know of a tournament versus that's actually not too far away. But the thing is, during the time, I don't know how to drive. Right. I go to school. Uh, yeah, I can that. And the only way I could get there was if I took an Uber and back. And then he said, you know what? Donation. Straight up gave me like $100 because he wasn't sure how far that distance would be. What? <laughs> gave me a donation, say, go to that tournament whatever week is coming up compete and do it and i was like dude it's like someone's like putting their hand on my back pushing me go ahead do it and i was like okay so go to versus uh poking tournament i see you know the most of the staples that are that were there goon uh bimmy question uh one of the powerhouses um his name was sweet coon master uh, Kino, who usually ran, you yeah. know, the tournaments there, also known as Russell, main name. Mm -hmm. And when I actually got there, I am, I'm fighting for my life. I am, I, I'm, I'm fighting for <laughs> I my love life. That term so. Much. <laughs> we all say this. No matter what game, we're just fighting for our lives. Yeah, it's true. No one wants to believe it. Because no you think, because you think that you'd be good, you know, at home online mm -hmm. or what. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of decent. I'm kind of good. And then you go to your first offline tour and you'd be like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm trash. Like it's like, even, like you get so overwhelmed. You're like, bro, I did not know this. I you, did not. But you want to know what the best part about that was? What? I won the tournament. <laughs> Now, lo and behold, there were a few, you know, givies. Right. And by that, I mean, they actually just did not take me seriously. Oh, They're like, oh, there's just this guy that just came in, never seen him before. Um, a random. Random. Oh, they, they just thought I was a random. Right. Oh, and then uh, what happened was that Bimmy Question, he was a really strong septile player, thought I was like, oh, I mean, we'll go ahead and entertain him. Um... He, did, he decided to let his girlfriend at the time play for him. And I washed his oh, girlfriend. Now, now, I won't lie. She was pretty strong. Like, I was okay, scared. Okay. I was scared. Thank no, God. she was strong. She knew right. how to play the game at the time. Okay. But I did my thing. And then Suicune Master, who's top one, got to grand finals. He didn't take me seriously either. And what? he was playing a pocket. He thought he could beat me with his pocket. That's cold. I reset the bracket <laughs> and won the tournament still. And I was, 
I was, and the best part about it was that when I was just sitting there, I'm like, okay, all right, we beat it. Let's go. Next game. He's standing up. I'm like, why is he standing up? <laughs> and he's like, good game. And I'm like, are you quitting? <laughs> no, you, you won already. I'm like, I won? <laughs> I won? So let me get this straight. Speaker Master went from pocket, went serious. And then no, 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 no. He stayed pocket. He stayed pocket. He stayed pocket. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. He stayed pocket thinking that he could win. Oh, my God. He stayed God. pocket thinking he could win. What? But yeah, and then from that point on, I actually, you know, committed to, uh, you know, playing Pokemon Tournament. You know, people starting coming into yeah. the stream, people liking my personality, saying that they love my laugh. They like, you know, they like how I play. And then going into my first major, CEO 2017. Oh, wow. And at the time where I didn't even know it, this is one of the bigger tournaments for uh, Pokken because they were having a uh, pro circuit. And this was an official sponsored tournament by the Pokemon company. Wow. Nice. So, wow. noticing, you know, how often I've been playing online and then, you know, I want I to do well. I really want to do well. And... I know there, it, it was weird. Before the tournament happened, a month before the tournament happened, there was this guy I kept on playing online who kept on beating me so often. He was a strong Chandelure player. His name was Twixie. Uh, he's also known as Sorcerer Twix now. He doesn't really play Pokemon anymore. He plays more, uh, he plays more Guilty Gear, more uh, I've heard uh, Soul Calibur. But at the time, I was like, I could not win. I could not win one game. I could maybe win a round, but I could not win one game. And then coming up to CEO, I was like, I have this weird feeling in, in my back, in, in my head, in my duodenum, that I'm going to fight against Twixie. The bracket came out. I was right. He was the first seed of my pool. Oh, my God. And, if, and, if, and if I win... Two, if I win two sets going into round three, I have to fight him. That's potentially. My goodness. And me as a player, I'm the type of player who will prepare. I will search your stream. <laughs> I will go back to your past games. I will check what your habits are. I will write it down in a book. And I did have a book at the time. My goodness. So, CEO, game day, time to fight. I'm nervous. Because it's my first major, but I want to do it. I, I want to get far. Go ahead, do anything. Win, win my first round one. I'm like, all right, good. Fighting, I was, that was fighting against a Lucario mirror. At the time, I was Lucario mirror. Okay. Um, going into round two. Had to fight a Blaziken. Blaziken is crazy. He can kill you. He, it, he has some, you know... Defensive issues, but if he's in your face, you're going to die. Gosh. If you choose wrong, you're going to die. Right. I beat him. Finally, the time is near. Me, Twixie, on stream. Ah, shit. On stream. Oh my God. All right. That's Lose game one. I'm like, Everything I've written down in my book is right. I just need to stick to it. I love that. I'm doing my thing. Get to game two. I win game two. And the one thing about uh, Pokemon Tournament 2, it's like Tekken. So it's, it's, best al best. it's always best of three. 
right. always bets are three, no matter what. Unless until it gets all the way to the finals. It's never, it's only that. Oh, gosh. So, it is a nail-biter going into game three. He wins round one. I win round two. And now, at that point, I'm just like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Uh, there's a specific point in the game where it's called dual phase, where it looks more like, you know, normal fighting game going yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. There was a mo- We both go into burst mode. Burst mode allows you to have, like, you know, a special super that you can only use once per okay. burst. We both activate burst. He's at a big distance away, and Chandelure... He has a command, well, she, she has a command grab that's called Hex, and it's super far, and it's literally the size of, like, a dome. Oh, no. But at that moment when I bursted, I'm literally just outside that distance. I know I'm right there. And I inch forward. I'm like, I know the moment, because I have lower health than he is. I'm like, I know he thinks I'm scared, but I'm ready for him. I activate burst, activate Jirachi. Jirachi enhances your burst mode, so that way you only you also have extra defense and extra damage. Oh. I know I'm right there. I go ahead, I'm, I, I wait a split second. I see the startup frames, like when there's this little thing called Twitch reacting, where you're like literally looking like any type of movement, yeah. and you know it's just gonna be that. That's me, I'm Twitch reacting. I know he's gonna do it. I see the startup of it. He turns green. When you turn when you turn green, it means you're gonna do a grab. Yeah. Press burst. I already know I won because it's a counter. I hit my burst. Oh burst my attack. God. I hit it. I'm popping off. Everyone's behind me. Everyone can't believe that I beat such a strong player. First major ever. I am literally going out of my mind. That's a hell of an like, impression. I had all CFL behind me. They're like, no <laughs> way. Like, I can't believe he did it. And then it was it was unreal. I loved every moment of it. And then, you know, there's always going to be somebody stronger than the next person. Oh, yeah, yep. definitely. Yep. Yeah, there's the next guy I had to fight named Oreo. Instantly got too old. He plays Mewtwo. I was like, dang. But there's, there's a big sad ending to this because it came to the point where we had to do the run back. Oh, mm. shit. Since I'm in losers, he's in losers, we got to do it again. Damn. That's pain. <laughs> and the same scenario happened again. Game one, game two, last game, last round, last round. And I couldn't pull it out. Uh, Damn. That bites. Just think about that. But you know what? Definitely during that day, I had a lot of fun. I, it, was, it was crazy. It was amazing. From that point on, I knew that this was a game I definitely love. It's, it's literally a version of Tekken, just frames, movement. And then eventually started becoming really strong. Eventually, I ended up being uh, ninth in NA. Wow. Uh, I only won one tournament, which was Orlando IX. That was a crazy tournament with a whole bunch of issues with that. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, other fighting games, Strive. Uh, I did play uh, Mortal Kombat for a bit. Mortal Kombat was... Mortal Kombat definitely... Mortal Kombat we're talking about? uh, We were talking about Mortal Kombat 11. That was my... uh, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that was like the first Mortal Kombat I actually got full involvement in. Uh, And it was... I actually am glad I played 
just a Mortal Kombat title because it taught me something that I actually did lack because during the base time where I was actually, you know, getting more into competitive play, I was a by the book player. Then, you know, when you're by the book, it means, okay, you have a set pressure. You have like, you know, you'll, you wouldn't take your turn or try to steal a turn when yeah. you know your opponent's plus. And Mortal Kombat broke me out of that. Because yeah. they steal your turn whether you think you're plus or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, yeah. No, there's no sugar. Yeah, yeah no there's no sugar. Sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> God, I did not miss playing that game. Like, even if you're minus, it's like, all right, if you can't touch me, it's still my turn. Yeah. <laughs> and I learned a lot from that. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did play Mortal Kombat just in Who, general. Who would you mean? Uh, for Mortal Kombat 11, I played Noob. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know Noob. And then I eventually I moved on to Fujin when he came out because he was more my play style. Uh, but then eventually I realized the mechanics of the game I just really did not enjoy. A lot of people just describe that. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. I'm, I, I love MK11, but if you were to tell me which game would you which game for that I would rather play in more combat X. Yeah, yeah. I'd play X. Even though I didn't ever really laughed in an X, I would rather play it because mm -hmm. I played Devora as well. Devora, Devora, there's such a big difference from X in eleven. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> night and day. Like MKX Devora, I was afraid of. Oh, MK11 yeah. is just like, it's like all right. Because like, I played a lot in online on Xbox because I'd never had a PlayStation back then. Mm -hmm. I used the poison variation. That's how you know I hated everybody. <laughs> I yeah. watched people chip no matter what plus minus. I didn't even know that. <laughs> For me, I just really enjoyed playing characters that, you know, that look cool to me. Like in Injustice 2, I played uh, Scarecrow. Mm. And it's kind of weird because people were always complaining about Scarecrow. I'm like... He's cool. Why? Like, I mean, I know he has that, you know, the special, special toxin that can make him, like... Uh, plus, you know, you can do the second hit, go into it, go into command grab, but I, I just don't see it. And that was more of the time where I'm still, you know, my my fighting game overall knowledge, you know, right. it's it's just not broad, broad enough. I would say this is definitely like, you know, mentally thinking about other fighting games altogether. Playing multiple fighting games can definitely help you in all different directions. Yeah, and, you build knowledge. Yeah. Them, and not many people really know that until they actually experience it. Uh, eventually, in Pokémon Tournament, I switched over from Lucario because I felt like he was a little bit too straightforward for me. Mm -hmm. And then I move over to Darkrai. And uh, I would say at this very moment, still, I'm still the second best Darkrai on this planet. And I'm going to hold that on title. On this planet? I'm going to hold that title. I'm going to hold that title. That's, hold that's that the title. strongest title we've heard so yeah. far today. Like, this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i would say definitely number two definitely number one's gonna go to a very good friend of mine shadow cat uh he won uh the world championships last year oh my. for for pokin and uh he definitely holds it down with the character for sure but me yeah i still i, st I still have that character yeah that's that's still my baby right there <laughs> okay. is pokin still going on or is it just like completely like like is like the scene for it completely dead the scene for it is definitely not dead it's it's funny because you have to be in the know to know mm -hmm. um at this very moment they're having a uh like it's like an invitational tournament that's in the discord and that one's for five thousand dollars actually what? um 
sadly, I couldn't compete in the second entry. I competed in the first entry, and I got counterpicked to hell. Uh. But uh, the scene is very strong. They hold literally weekly tournaments. Um, we had a side event at Frosty Ooh. that was very strong. That one was about, like, even though it's a small number, it was around, like, 78 people. That's still a lot um, of side Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And that tournament was hard. It was super hard because everybody, like, it's weird. Like, people, well, let me let me actually go more towards the online. Because, unfortunately, yes, Pokemon Tournament DX, delay-based. In a world where people are obsessing, I can't even say, say obsessing, like, rollback is amazing. Yes, it <laughs> is. Yeah. But in a world where rollback is becoming more of a want and need, you know, delay base, I can understand. Oh, yeah. Um, but funny enough, there's still a lot of people playing Pokemon online. And I could honestly say, probably, and this is me giving an estimate, there's probably around like maybe 8,000 people probably still playing the game online. And the proof of that would be going on to the online rankings. It's kind of actually similar to Strive showing of like how many people are like rising up in experience throughout the month. Yeah. Right. And. What's crazy about that is that each region have their different um, their different rankings. Uh, there's one for NA. There's one for Canada. There's yeah. one for like even there's even one in Africa. And wow. I see different names on all those lists every month. That's impressive. Every month. Yeah, that's really good. Especially a ranking system that's continuous mm -hmm. from a game that came out twenty what 2016, 2015? Who twenty? It's twenty sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. I yes. Make sure. The only reason I remember was because during the time where again I wasn't like super in the competitive scene, I actually uh, during the only time where Pokémon was at Evo, I got hosted by Evo while I was streaming Yeesh. for Pokémon tournament. Yeah. Nice. That was That's that was crazy. Cool I was like, what's with all these people? I was like. <gasps> Evil just hosted me. All my friends in the background, like, no way. He, Evil hosted you? What? What? Everybody just coming in, crazy, following everywhere. Yeah. It was, That's it. Yeah, crazy times, crazy times. But for sure, uh, one thing uh, we, we always say for everybody because, you know, it, we're, we're going to be called dead. It's, we're, we, it's just... We're deaf to that sound app because yeah. everyone's like, dude, like, you know, no one really plays you anymore. Like, you don't even have people online. I literally played Pokin two, two, three days ago. <laughs> literally find matches like that. Even my rank where it goes from like letter ranks from um, D to S. And in the game, I'm currently S2 where the highest. No, sorry. I'm currently S4. The highest ranking is S1. I find S rank players all the time. And no. yeah, and I am, uh, you know, occasionally there's always going to be, you know, the people who are just like be a rank that you end up matching up with. But uh, Pokemon rankings prioritize you fighting against someone that's closest to your rank. Right. And if there is no one who is really like if all of them are just playing together, then it'll put you to the closest thing from that. So that's respectable. Yeah. So Pokemon definitely won't die. 
until like you know their very last last leg like man like we're really just done yeah. but i don't see that happening they're definitely with the invitational going on right now that one's for five thousand dollars uh people already told me that they're gonna have like a side event at combo breaker and i was like i didn't even know that Ooh. and i know for sure that i'm gonna be setting up uh poking with people already on their way choosing to be on their way for ceo this year nice so yeah uh one thing we always say long live poking Wow, that's stronger than DNF right now. <laughs> DNF, dude, I actually played DNF three I'm days so ago, sorry. and I sat online really like, man, there's it's stronger. no one here. Dude, it's stronger than JoJo's. Dude, jo I don't know. JoJo, I like JoJo. Even though if it's a, a CC2 title, um, JoJo is extra fun. I, I enjoy it too, but like finding somebody online and going through their netcode... <laughs> I'm just like I could be grilling and waiting for myself to finish my jump so I can do my combo <laughs> or at least just wait for someone to use Dio and just get it over with the people who are playing Jojo right now they are crazy yes they are most, most of the people playing Jojo right now are people who play the the, pre, the previous game yes the 2013 and, one yeah and they are like like I have a hard time just I getting through pools I played Taku and that was that was rough. Bro. Yes. That was I rough. Lost, I lost a black atlas. Oh. Oh yeah. Mm. That, that was pain. That was because like I was still learning the game. My round. My round one was Max Sev. I was also like in a group where I started roasting Punk. Oh yeah, I saw Punk like oh, yeah, I right there. I, I, roasted, I roasted that man right by the TO. <laughs> yes, As this man's a witness, of what I said. <laughs> He's like, this man really just said this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Because I'm just like, yeah, this man is like whiff punishing more than a sniff test. <laughs> <laughs> and the TO's looking at me. He's disappointed. He's like, I can't stand you, but I respect it. Like, we daffed up like we knew each other. <laughs> but yeah, so pretty much I'm just a person who just really enjoys playing fighting games. I love traveling. I love competing. Um, That's awesome. Pokin has always been like, you know... Or do, like one thing for sure, we're always a family. Like, uh, shout outs to Roxo the Savage. Uh, he hosted a tournament called Destiny, and uh, it was a crazy tournament. We had Japanese players come, we had European players come, and not only that, during finals day, Roxo had everybody in Pokin having lunch together. I mean, the whole entire community that was what? there for the tournament, wow. we were eating like. Uh, brunch right then and there. It was that is wholesome. great. Yes, it was. The they the Pokemon community has done so much for me. Like, they, it's because of them. The Pokemon company like hired me to commentate for their championship event. What? That's dope. Yeah, That's like it's it's thanks to them. I actually have that. That one. That one was. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 funny for me because. Um, my family and some of my closest friends had the craziest, craziest like experience with that because uh, so here, what, what do we have time to go into that? Go for it. Go for it. Yes. Go for it? Yes. All right. So let's we go into that, man. No worries. So going into um, last year, I know for sure that uh, I wanted to compete. I definitely wanted to compete, and mainly because I know last year was going to be Pokins. I say last year, but technically year prior to last year so 2021 okay. um i know for sure that i wanted to compete because every single time i wanted to get into the 
top four. That's how the championship works. You need to be top four to go over to the championship bracket. And I was like, I every time I fell short going into the qualifier, but every time I went into the last chance qualifier, I got a spot placement higher than I did before. Wow. Uh, going to it, got 13th, then, um, then 9th, then 7th, then 5th. So that means if I were to enter, you know, another qualifier, another last chance qualifier, I should be in that top spot. But then lo and behold, while I'm training, I'm preparing, uh, I would say the championships uh, qualifier was going into, uh, it was in February. I think it was in February they contacted me. Training, February, I'm, they're telling me, okay, so Jin. Uh, and, and it was one of the uh, tournament officials from the tournament, and his name's uh, Jin Tracks. He told me, hey, would you be interested in commentating for the Pokemon Championships? And I'm like, oh my God. Why? <laughs> like, you're working hard, and this man's like, hey, you just want to join. <laughs> and then the first thing I asked was like, okay, well, can I compete? And then he said, no. If you choose to commentate, you must only commentate. And there's a whole contract behind that, everything. And I was, I'm in distress. I'm like, this is like an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. Right. Not everybody can just say, hey, like they, compita- they commentated yeah. for the That's- Pokemon championships. That's sick. So I'm like, how much time do I have? He said, you have 48 hours to make your decision. And I'm like, okay. I waited every hour. Every hour? <laughs> every hour. It was the last hour he messaged me and said, did you make a choice? I declined. I told him that I 100% have full confidence I will qualify this year. And I want to qualify this year. Because I already felt like it was already going to be one of our last ones because they were saying something about it, like, on the the pages for the uh, Pokemon Tournament website. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I want to compete, and I'm going to leave it at that. So then he's like, all right, I respect your decision. Thank you for giving me your, you know, your time of day. He went ahead, left my messages, laid in my bed, and instant fire. I'm going to qualify. There's no way I decline this. There's no way I decline this and not qualify. That's pain. Yeah. They were they were giving me a full ride to Ohio. They were giving me, you know, my own money, my own food allowance, they had my own hotel room, my own driver. They were they do they were doing all that. They were doing all that. And you declined. That's, and I declined. That's a lot of bravado. Like, that's respectable. <laughs> and Definitely. then going three weeks in, three weeks from me declining, DC, who's one of the main head streamers for the Pokemon company, said, hey, Jen, I know you declined, but just listen to this. If you do the, do this... You know, we'll make sure, you know, you because you will be paid handsomely. You will get everything Jintrax said before. And you do commentate for the Pokemon Championships in London. Oh my God. How much time do I have? 
<laughs> Time is very valuable. I love this. Yes. You have 72 hours. Oh. Okay, so it's an additional 24. Uh, yes, it's an additional 24 because I'm pretty sure he knows I declined the first time. Yeah. And he's like, let me give you more time. I'm just like, it was to the point where I'm like, I could commentate the qualifier in Ohio and I can commentate the championships in London. Now, there's a lot that's on my mind because one thing's for sure, if I cannot compete, then it's just like, all right, will I get top four? And I know I'm, I'm like, you're I'm fighting, yourself. Get top You're fighting four. yourself. I'm fighting my competitive side versus my opportunist side. Yeah. Because that's something that can really just benefit me in the future. Right. Yeah. 100%. It was at that point, I no longer can make this decision my decision. I start telling my closest family, because again, I had to keep it confidential. Yeah. yeah. And I, I told my closest friends. First, telling my mother, telling my stepdad, my mother. You've worked your butt off for so long. And you've gotten and she and she's watched my progress too. Right. My mom has been a big supporter ever since I've been like, you know, actually showing her the community, showing my my competitive side, me traveling. She told me, you declining right now means that you have the heart to get top four. Do it. Get top four. Decline them again. My stepfather, well, man, like, you know, you can get paid. Imagine, like, your stream probably getting increased views. I'm like, crap, I didn't think about my stream. This could help my stream. Why did, why did you have to say something so logical? Like, like. <laughs> he made it made sense for what that sounds like. Like, he made it made sense when I did not want him to make it oh make sense. <laughs> he hit you with the logic. He hit me with the logic, and I'm the logical oh. person here. <laughs> so... They're already 50-50. I, I have to obviously have to go to, you know, my, my closer friends. And my closer friends, they work at, um, work with me because I'm a martial arts instructor. That's my main job. And uh, there is three of them. I told my, uh, one of my friends who work with me, Jeremy, he loves Pokemon. He's obsessed with Pokemon. And he's, like, you know, done videos for Pokemon as well. I tell him, dude commentate what are you talking about like why is this even a choice and i'm just like <laughs> you're just like that's not the answer i wanted to hear that's not the answer i wanted to hear i, I, get, this. I, get, I get what you're saying and then going into it it was uh my other friend um bruno he's like dude like i've seen you work like your butt off like i've seen your results too i've watched your streams like you know i feel like that you know you got the stuff like you know you have the drive you have the fire and not only that you have the results to show that you can probably get top four and qualify for that top spot i think you should you know you should compete i'm like oh another 50 50 and then you get that last choice mm, that last choice I don't know, man. Like, they both seem really good. I'm just like, <laughs> God. Oh, everyone's being 50-50 because they know. they know. Like, this is a tough decision. So, finally, going to him, uh, like, uh, going again, last two hours. The last two hours. Oh, my God. Yes. I, I truly waited. I truly waited. He asked me, so have you made the decision? Heavy heart, heavy, heavy heart. I said, 
I accept. They went ahead, sent me the contract. I can see that little line right there that says you aren't eligible to compete. I'm just like, damn. Sign on the dotted line. We'll see you in Ohio and we'll send you to London. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, that's heart wrenching. Yeah, it was truly one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. Like, truly. I've never, and I usually like am able to weigh my decisions pretty well in game, outside the game, for sure. Yeah. I was truly split. I, I, I didn't know what to think. I had to ask for people's help. Yeah. And then I came to the decision. I was like, you know what? If it, if it actually will be technically our last, even though if it kind of counteracted the thought of me, okay, if I'm competing for the last time, might as well be the last time being top four. I was like, you know what? Why not make it a staple? Because people already tell me my commentary is good. People say that they love when I'm on the mic. The community has always led me to say, hey, like, dude, like, I know you probably just fought, but you, you got to do it for us. You got to <laughs> do it for us. You got to be on the mic. And every time that's happened was during a grand finals event. Oh, God. Uh, and you're like the people's voice, like when it comes to that. What really got me, too, is that the one of the people from the Pokemon company said that, dude, we've been trying to get you on the mic for years. I'm like, years? Years? Do you know how many times I've commentated? <laughs> Three times. What do you mean, years? Like, that must have impacted somebody like Renfrey and was like, who is this guy? And then they finally catch up to your stream and like, we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk. I was, what they told me years, I'm like, dude, I've been commentating maybe three times. That was like NEC. Uh, 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 Frosty, and there was one more I'm kind of forgetting, but I'm sure it'll pop up later. Yeah, but I was just like, years, <laughs> but yeah, so but it was still great. I had tons of fun. Uh, hotel was gorgeous. The TV said my name and said hello when I came in through the door. I was like, <laughs> that's some, I'm that's like, fancy stuff, yeah, that's like the circle, yeah. I'm just, I came in, I'm just like, oh, hi, TV. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Sure, yeah, I'll take it. That's the expectations I want for the podcast. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so did the job in Ohio, got paid, definitely was great. Went to London. It was, it, even, I was excited, even though if I've already been to London before, mm -hmm. but it was still an amazing time. The venue, the venue for the championships was huge. It's actually like, from from one side of the building to the other. Oh. Yes, from one side of the building to the other, it's a <clears throat> a 15 minute walk. Oh god. The main event is in the middle. That's yeah. around like That has to be like less whoa. than whoa. Yeah. 15 minute walk. It was that. huge. That's like a few blocks just straight up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you. Like that was we oh, the commentators, oh. we got our leg day in. Oh my god. We goodness. got our leg day in. Jeez. So yeah, so I had a great time. They treated me right, gave me, you know, merch, of course, obviously, it's patented. And uh, people said that I did an amazing job. They loved it. Like, they felt like that I truly brought a lot of life to just commentary in That's general. amazing. And I was like, well, I made a staple for, you know, Pokin's last stand in the pro circuit. So, I take it. Yeah, it's rare that we have a commentator with us. Like, really, like a couple. <laughs> yeah. There's only like a couple like we know. Yeah, like a very few commentators that we know that are like, you know, really, really good at it. Like Danny Boy, for example, Beefy, 
another good example. And then there's just some upcoming ones. Yeah. And then, of course, now we finally have you. <laughs> we have, like, the legendary one. I, I I truly did not expect to even, like, you know, be up there on such a huge stage. Uh, and not only that, being on that main stage, being the one commentating grand finals of a world championship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't even ex- – I could never even expect something like that to happen. But, again, because of the community, because they just love who I am, even though, like – I only commentated three times at and the they time. Say years, <laughs> years. That must have left you like on stun. Like, just. that's literally like one commentary thing per year. Like, sure, yeah, okay. Roll with it. Just roll. rolling with it. Rolling with it. But yeah, so took my opportunity. Now uh, I definitely gonna try to do more stuff for the Pokemon Company in the future. So that's awesome. Yeah, here. more opportunities later down the road for you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So for our next topic, we want to know what are your thoughts on the current state of gaming? Now, for me, on the current state of gaming, I I would say for me, I can't really have much to say only because, you know, I I still feel like I'm quite young in a fighting game competitive scene. Right. Yeah. Um, normal. But if I were to give my pinpoints, I would say most likely this is probably the like the highest point or at least a pinnacle for you know fighting games because there's so many fighting games coming out you know uh uh like actual pro gaming is becoming a lot more noticeable yeah yeah like um i always hear you know the ogs talk about how like you know playing in like you know, low air conditioned area, you know, being on the arcades, you know, going to, you know, just straight tabletop, you know, no, not looking like, I'm not going to say like clean, but like, you know, it's just like, it looks so grassroots. Yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah. It looks old fashioned. And then going into, you know, real pro stuff, getting a whole crew, soundboard, makeup crew, even maybe. Yeah. And yeah, like, for fighting games, we're looking pretty good. Like, it's crazy. I, it makes me wonder why aren't we? But you know, that's what, like why aren't we like the highest point of gaming? But I know there's like you know shooting games and like yeah, I think it's called MOBAs. Yeah, <laughs> Dota, League of Legends, and whatnot. Yeah. Like you know, they have like a, their own professional esports, Rocket League, CS:GO, yeah. Valorant. Like they have their own um like their own leagues and tournaments, yeah. and whatnot. Where it's just like. You have your you have your casual side, then you have like the people that play you know very hardcore ish, and then you have the professional yeah. level. Yeah, like don't even and, and it's like there's like there's like a huge gap in like experience where you know people who like play the game like you know almost every day. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not at the level of of these professional players that just play the game like every waking minute. Now you look at something like fighting games, you can clearly see it like. You have your casuals. Then, of course, you have the people that play, you know, regularly. You have the people that compete. And then you have, like, a higher echelon of players that really, really play the game. Like, they yeah. sleep, breathe, fighting games. They stream it. <laughs> they lap. They show off their lapping. They show off their results. And- they know frame data and all that stuff. Oh, my God. Like, you try to explain frame data to some, like, a casual player. They're like, what? <laughs> like, what I have, I'm still the same way with frame data. I'm like, what the hell are you on about? <laughs> Dude, me, I, lo- I love my frame data. I, I love my numbers. <laughs> I love just being able to sit in a, like, I could truly sit in a lab 
for three hours and not notice where the time went. Just thinking of like, how can I optimize this combo? What could I make a plus setup or just like a setup that could be like advantageous for me? Labbing, I love it. I'm, I, I just- you, you sound like herbs. Herbs, bro. He, he he and we actually had a conversation about that yesterday. I, I he was like he's like, man, it. like some people just really don't laugh. I'm like, dude, I love to laugh. He's like, yeah, man, there needs to be more people like you. Cause the people more people like you is gonna improve me. I'm like, yeah, that's what I think too. And then we're just like Man, yeah. Man, Herb, Herb's the one to yell at me to lab, and I I barely laugh for like 30 minutes. That's all I need to keep my sanity. Usually, I need to, I need to lab more. Usually, people have a hard time like understanding like what what are they looking for to lab, right. and I think that's where people like usually have a hard time. Me, like I could truly just go into the lab and be like, what am I gonna do now? I could touch like, and usually what, the best thing I do is like I pick my main. Pick random select. Okay, we're gonna practice against this character and like feel like what what do we feel like we're lacking versus this character? And that's usually the easy go-to for me. But other people, they're just like, I mean, okay, I'm here. Do I practice my combo? <laughs> yeah, I did my combo routes. I practiced dash canceling. Like, I literally came from not joining fighting games into grabbing a, f a fight stick I was unfamiliar with completely, mm -hmm. learning my buttons and then learning my inputs, all in one year. <laughs> For me, I would say I got heavy into, I would say the games that I know I labbed heavy and I know that I did like, you know, really good at would be MKX, MK11, um, a little bit of Grand Blue, but I need to start doing more of that. And DNF Duel, when it was like fresh on the scene, I was, yeah. I was labbing crazy because... Yeah. Um, Ghostblade, who doesn't have a DP move. Oh, yeah. Yo, oh, mm, yeah. yeah. You, so, you got to fight. You either, you're either doing the damage or you get, you're taking damage. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like, okay, now I, I so after, you know, playing against people offline and then, of course, playing people online, I'm like, okay, I need to find ways to optimize um, his combos, find ways to, you know, better utilize him or whatnot. And slowly but surely, I started improving. I started getting better. I was like, okay, and then when I lose, I'm going back and rewatching. Okay, yeah. what did I did wrong? And then he came across the smuts. He came across the yeah. the, the Ghostblade smuts, which I like. Eventually, eventually, I was like, "Yo, like I know, I know." It, with time, Ghostblade could be nasty. And then yeah. when I saw some like some some like top people play, I'm like, "Oh, I didn't think it was gonna be this nasty." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was like. Oh, oh, this is what oh. I could be doing. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I think I'm nice with Ghostblade, and then I see someone else using them. I'm just like, oh. Oh, they nice. Do... <laughs> yeah, they real nice with it. I was like, okay, I, I, I need to start doing what he's doing. Yeah. So what we forgot to explain is, like, uh, for people that are learning about labbing or asking what the hell is labbing, it's mainly just practicing. Combos. It's like practice mode for some people. It's experimenting. Right. You're trying to process what they can do, what they can hit, what you can hit, what you can execute. There's a lot of ways to phrase it, but it's just practice mode. It's, it's just like a um, like main fighting game term of being able to know, like, you want to make progress on something or you're trying to, you know, see what you can cook up. See what you, you know, what's going to improve your play and mostly that's what labbing is finding a way to improve your play in some shape or form oh, it's like education 
Yeah. And then there are times where you can, um, if, if, if there's someone that you know that you guys can just, you know, get a couple of games in, you guys yeah. are just building each other up oh, to yeah. the point where it's just like, you know, steel sharpens steel. So now you're all both are effective. Yeah. Some people, some people actually do a lot better just being like, okay, I can't really put, you know, pen to paper and then put paper to the game. Like yeah. exactly. some people feel like, all right, I need to go straight to the game. And then maybe somebody talks to me, tells me like what I could be doing better yeah. or what needs to happen a lot more. And then that's how most people like, you know, hands on. Literally. Some people are more hands on yeah. than being able to just sit in the lab by themselves alone and then just start, you know. Just doing yeah. stuff. Nobody still believes that Herbs is the one that trained me sometimes. He, <laughs> he does not play Ram at all. He's like, he just gave me suggestions and inputs, and I put it into action. But now that I'm thinking about it, going back to, like, you know, the original question for, like, the state of, like, fighting games, mm-hmm. I realize one thing's for sure, what I've been really enjoying about, like, the state of fighting games is how every tournament that I've been, like, a part of so far just always gets so much better. And I would say a good example would be Frosties, because I would say that's, like, my most intent- intended tournament, I would say so. Okay. Um, CEO, because of the Pokemon company, or to say the, po- uh, the Pokemon championships, what always hurts is that they always somehow fall on the same exact date. So it would mean I would have to choose between playing Pokemon at a championship or playing at CEO. Uh, yeah. Um, so Frosty's, Frosty's looks beautiful every single time I go there, and it always gets better. Uh, this, uh, I would say last year. Was it this year? This year? Last year? Frosty? Frosty's was this year. Yeah, yeah. Frosty's was this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, oh. Same place, but still amazing. Uh, the Frosty before that one, they had me walking from Pokin to Guilty. Oh, to no. I was going back and forth. That I pain. Yeah, that was pain. I, when I got back home, I didn't want to walk for a bit. I was ready to call, <laughs> I was ready to call out from work and be like, hey, like, I don't feel like kicking. I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like jumping. I don't feel like you guys telling me to do anything. I'm about to send another sensei your way, and you're going to have to deal with them for a bit. My legs hurt. <laughs> My legs hurt. <laughs> but, yeah, so far, the improvement that all these places are making just to showcase not only, you know, good, pl- good tournament play, you know, the enjoyment of the attendees, yeah. and then overall just – production it just gets better every time and i i can't even imagine what it would look like maybe in like four years time five years time yeah that's gonna be intense oh yeah definitely i i definitely feel like especially with um you know with the next generation consoles and whatnot and um with some of the features that they um have for you know for next gen fighting games I know that for me, you know, you know, running tournaments here at Flynn's, I think one of the things I'm going to do, you know, moving forward is um, getting more monitors, but that's that, getting more monitors that run at 144 because all the monitors that we currently have here are at 75, every single one of them. So that way everyone is playing at the at least at the same frequency level. I don't have like a monitor that's like 60, 75 and 144 because you can tell the difference of your inputs and how you're and how you're playing. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like I'd rather keep it fair across the entire board. So yeah. Once we're you know once we get more PS5s in, then I'm gonna slowly start you know acquiring more monitors to where 
I'll still use these for like other games, but for like next gen, it's just going to be monitors that are running at 144 hertz. So that way, you know, one, it's better for, you know, for everybody. And, you know, you're more accurate on your inputs and whatnot. So it's just giving everyone like, okay, we're upgrading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be definitely these great people just like this one who's going to be able to make sure you guys have an amazing time, when it, whether you're going to a major or a local, like... Yeah, because for me, I would say I want to give people at least the closest, the closest thing to experience at a major level because, mm -hmm. you know, some people, they don't know nothing about the competitive yeah. level with yeah. fighting games and whatnot. And I think when we did um, Otaku Fest... Oh, my goodness. ...which was uh, an anime convention yeah. and whatnot, and it was successful. It was a lot it of was, It was a lot of people. I was here by accident. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was a, it was a successful event. We had a lot of people. We even had some people come out to Flynn. Oh, yeah, I know. You I know. brought, like, two oh, people with that's, me. Oh, that's amazing. That's I, great. I yeah, because three people to join. <laughs> because I want to grab more of these people who play these um, fighting games casually, have them come out to locals so that way they can get more of that experience. Because uh, usually at cons, one of the things that made me so, um, you know, go heavy, like, strong heavy on conventions is giving them the best tournament experience because previous years they've always said they always have like a shit experience like people who go to cons they go to otaku fest or florida supercon or whatever con they was like yeah they have a tournament but it's kind of ass it's kind of eh. so i was like all right i'm gonna step in i'm gonna want to change that and last year otaku fest we had we ran three tournaments, oh and we gosh, had a... Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, and, and it, it was in a small-ass room. And people, <laughs> and people came through, actually, which is still even better. Yeah, people came through, and the maximum amount of attendees that we had for all those three games was about 80-something. Yeah. yeah. Otaku Fest this year, 180. Whoa. Yeah, like, we had to have a limit for Smash. Yeah, I had... Oh, to, you, had, you, had to, you had to, like, all right, that's we know it's going to happen. We need a cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a limit for Smash, and, like, people kept coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's upper tournaments to sign up for. <laughs> yeah, but overall, everyone had a good time. Granted, uh, you know, some of the complaints were, you know, it was hot because, yeah, there was a hell of a lot of people oh, in that room. Goodness. But I couldn't do nothing with the AC because that's the venue. They need yeah, to, but... Yeah, they nope. need to do something on, about that. It's like outside was 40 degrees and we go into 90. <laughs> yeah, that is OD. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I was wearing a long sleeve and jeans. I didn't break sweat until like towards the end. <laughs> yeah, like you had people just that was crazy. You had, you even had the commentators for the smash. They were just like fanning themselves because like yo, oh, it, oh, it, it, oh it, that's it, too it, nah, it, 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 it didn't even help. <laughs> it, it was it was hot. There's bodies in there for yeah. sure. The, the amount of body heat was insane. <laughs> yes, it was. But the stereotypes were even funnier. <laughs> but overall, it was a great experience. A lot of people had a really good oh, time, yeah. and I know they're looking forward to Florida Supercon because we will be doing um tournaments there. Okay, cool. So. And I'm hoping, and I am, my fingers are crossed, is allow us, allow Flint's Florida Supercon, if you're watching this, allow Flint's yes. to run Please. Street Fighter VI. Allow us to run for Street Fighter VI. We're tagging him the next clip. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to be at Florida Supercon and oh, we'll yeah. be running tournaments, but 
allow us to run Street Fighter Six because I know that is gonna do great wonders for yeah, for not sure. just for you know for Flynn's and the community and whatnot, but all of South Florida because I want the I want South Florida to thrive. Oh yeah, yeah. And I want more, like granted, let's just say, all right, you live in Miami and you can't come to you know you can't drive make the drive up here to Margate in Flint. Visit next level because yep. I I know for one hundred percent for a fact they're gonna have Street Fighter Six at next level. Go there because oh, yeah. the more people are going to these um, venues and just going to their locals and whatnot and having a good time, that strengthens the community because eventually some of those guys are gonna eventually make their way up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people who are in West Palm will eventually make their way down there. Yeah. It may not be often, but eventually. It's going to happen. It's because, going to trickle. Yeah, because of word of mouth spreads. People are gonna, you know, talk about these venues and I'm like, hey, I want to get more games in because you're gonna find some of these casual players. They're gonna be hungry for competition mm. because once they experience it, and granted, yeah, they're gonna lose a couple of times, but if they have a really good time, they're gonna want to come back for more because they're like, yo, I want to keep coming back. And then when they start seeing that, you know what, I went from 0 and 2 to now 2 and 2. To now, mm-hmm. I'm making top eight. Oh, yeah. That's our transition, literally. <laughs> once, once, they get that, once they get that power up of be like, you know what? I'm doing so good in, at these locals and whatnot. I'm making top eight. I need to take it to the next level, go to a regional, or go to a major. Yeah. You just create that pipeline yep. for these casuals to come in. They start competing. They start, you know, feeling themselves. They start getting <coughs> better. Their inputs are getting better. Their neutrals getting better to the point where it's like, all right, I'm making top eight. I'm making top three. I'm, I won. All right, I need to take it to the next level. Yeah. I want to see how far I can go with this. Yes. That's, the t- that's the kind of energy I want to have for South Florida in 2023 and, of course, going into 2024. Oh, yeah, you know we're coming nice. in hot. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So I, I I feel like with um with the current state of gaming, especially for the fighting game scene, um it's 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 a good time because it's broadening. I, yeah, and to the point where we're just like, we're, we're eating this year. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter Six coming out. Mm-hmm. You have Tekken Eight coming out. Oh yeah. You got Grand Blue Plus R coming out. Oh yeah. And, and, with characters. And a new Mortal Kombat. So it was forced. We're we're, we're 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 waiting on that one. We're yeah. we're for sure waiting on the that one. got like they took hostage <clears throat> of that situation. They were ready. I on, I honestly do think that they may delay Mortal Kombat into next year. Oh, oh God. Oh. They they're gonna have to. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 people. They they're they're all just like they're just asking for it. They're, it's been like three years since the last one. That man Aziz. No. That man Aziz on Twitter. He he. When's when's MK12? Honestly, I'm waiting for it too. Me, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. The current state of gaming, it's definitely going to be fun for fighting games. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like you know, even if you play fighting games casually, I'm telling you, once you experience an offline local, and you have a good time, that's when it's just like, okay, now you're hooked. Like, like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep coming every (laughs) week. Yeah, like I, like we've been with Flint's for years already. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like I joined the first Mortal Kombat tournament, got my ass kicked by butters, end up going to Guilty Gear Strive, got my ass kicked by butters. <laughs> and then it's vice versa, because we're all we're all brothers at this point. <laughs> and that's the thing I love about the Strive community here in South Florida because it's like everyone helps each everyone helps each other grow. And it's like, yeah, you may go 0 and 2, but eventually the more you come out, the more you get to play against different people, whatnot. I love seeing people pop off against a person that they struggled <laughs> to beat this person. But like as soon as they pop off, it was just like, 
that's the feeling there I want. There we go. That, that, yeah. That's what it's all about. Like, you have worked your ass off. You've grinded. Yes. You have oh my God. You have played sets with people. You're trying to understand the matchup. And then when you finally beat this person in bracket, it's just like. It's one of the best feelings. Yes. It's like. like we've had, a, like, you made a whole, like, bracket tier list. <laughs> he, made, he made this bracket tier list that everyone goes by now. Like, they start off noob, and it goes to, like, what, bracket demons? Like, the people who oh, no. keep losing. Oh, no. You have your, um, the people who make, like, ninth and 13th place, those are your bracket goblins. <laughs> the bracket goblins. Yes. <laughs> and the people who typically make, um, like, top eight, those are your bracket demons. Your people who make, like, top three, those are your bracket lords. And the people who typically wins um, the locals are your bracket <laughs> gods. <laughs> I'm trying to be those people right there. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to. It's I'm trying fun, to beat everybody fun, here, no matter who they are. Mentally, like it's a mental game. Like it's a fun one. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially like the people that get like 13th, they want to go for more. The people that get ninth, they're gonna go for more. And I know in in another feeling I like to see, and I know this happens, you know, from time to time, is like this. You have players that they know they can make top eight, but it's like, man, I was just. That one, one. That one. That one. Like burning. That, that one. one match is just like. Mm. That feeling of taking someone out in losers for top eight, it is a very good feeling, but yeah, it's horrific. Because it's like, man, and you're just like, bro, what, oh, I, fuck, I, 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 I fucked a, up on that one input, and I could have had it, especially if it's a game <laughs> five. It's just like, like oh, yeah, that, that, that sits on you. I yeah, used, I that sits on the, you. It is what it is, guy, but now I'm just like, I'm unsettled. Like, <laughs> he just bothers me for like a good couple days and then I shake it off and I'm like I gotta keep going it's a it's a refresh hey man you when, when you're when you're in bracket and you know for sure you have a goal set in mind you know when you already get past like you know you don't want to go 0 and 2 versus uh, you don't want to like you know lose outright you want to go like 2 and 2 or something yes. to the point where you want to make it out of pools yes the thought of you know making it out of pools now becomes like the norm you want to get out you don't yeah. want to drown yeah and then the heaviest hitting part is when you know you're that one game away from making it out of pools yeah, yeah. and that's the part that hurts the most whether you like if you're you know it, even even when you're sitting in like like loser side and you do make it out of pools you're like man like i could be in winner's side right now yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like yo, you 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 just have that mindset of I got a lot, I got more work to do. It's just like, nah, nah, I I I'm not gonna go out like this. I'm it's gonna feel, come back. It feels I'm, like blue luck. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's all about ego and how you want to win and be on the top. That's a series you gotta watch later. Off topic. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like that's like truly the feeling of mine because, you know, that's like that feeling. It's like a rush. It, yes. Yeah. He. Uh, well. I almost said Daigo. Daigo. Who, who, yeah. said, who said the famous quote? It wasn't Daigo. Was it Tokido? Which one? The, you know, video games or something so great. I'm going to look at it. I think it was Daigo or Tokido, one of those. Oh, no, it was Tokido. There's, there's something so great about fighting games. And it's being able to go into a tournament. You feel the rush. Like, you know, it was a close game. You know, like, you, you don't really get that much, you know, like excitement that. out of just one-sided games. But when it's truly that like that close game, you know, like in between games where you're like, all right, you're thinking about it. You can hear your heart pumping. You can hear it. You're like, man, like you're not trying not to lose this. And yep. there's nothing more 
that I like, you know, love than just having that feeling. And that's what makes me come back to the competitive scene because I yeah. want to not only make a, st a name staple of mine, but you know, that rush is what I enjoy. Yeah, that rush is it's it, it, it's it's, it's so addicting. It really is. It is an addicting rush, and it, sometimes it's like when you are like so into it. Sometimes your buddies are telling you, "Yo, you gotta breathe, man. Breathe. Like take a deep breath," because because they know it's like yeah. I got my boys telling me like I see Nightbreed as an example. He's just like calm down you got this because i get like i get hot and excited yeah yeah you're gonna get heated real quick because it's like yo you're, you're so close you're so close to winning yeah. just like yo just take a Bring deep it back breath. take Bring a deep back. breath take a deep breath or whatnot because you, you you we've all seen it happen before it's like you know you don't take a deep breath you don't try to calm yourself down you lose, and then you're just like, you just hate the world. Just like, <laughs> yes, I'm just like, you just get up this. and be like, yo, I, I just got, I gotta, I, like, I, I gotta know, walk away. I gotta walk. It's I gotta like, take a, I gotta take a step like outside. After game, after servers, after your dog, like what? <laughs> like I gotta go take a lap. I need to take a lap. Yeah. Like I need to be away from everybody. I can't talk right now. Nah, oh, yeah. nah, man. I'm not that aggressive. Jesus. <laughs> I like to just take a deep breath, get some hydration. You know, every, everyone's different. Everyone copes what, One thing's for sure, what I've noticed from, like, when I do lose something or I didn't play as well as I wanted to, I realized that I get real quiet. Like, and I'm, I would say I'm a pretty social person. I'm able yeah. to, like, talk yeah. to people really That's easily. True. I I've really become real quiet to the poor people. To the point, people will actually be worried. Yeah. And then I was like, "No, I'm, I'm fine, man. I'm just like, you know, I'm just thinking about how I played." It's like, "Well, you played good, man." It's like, "I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear that." Yeah, like shut like, up. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, like you, you did pretty well. Like some people, I'm like I'm not caring about those some people. I'm talking about me. Yeah. I care about how I did. I don't like what I did. But you know, it, it, it's it's you know, it's just people trying Open to make you feel better. Yeah. As long as it's not yeah. too aggressive and any controller about breaking, you're good. You're, that's a that's a good step ahead. Those people scare me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's just like, okay, you know, he's a bit heated. I'm gonna just, I, I, I'm not gonna comfort like, him. If but I, if I watch someone break their two hundred dollar fight stick or their uh -huh. controller, I'm just like. You're a level crazy. I'm gonna walk away from. I'll but there, meet you again when you're better. <laughs> there is a level of difference between the people who are just like you know, agitated and just like upset, and then there's the people who are just you can tell that they're just passionate. Oh yeah. Like they're actually passionate about like what they're doing. Oh happens yeah. Yeah, a lot of passion is good to see in the game. Like you get people very excited, especially the pop offs and such. Oh, the list can go on. Definitely. But with the, you know, you know, as I said, with the state of fighting games as it is now, it's very exciting and we're definitely looking forward. Yeah, to yeah. It, it, right, and like back then, you know, especially when Street Fighter Four dropped or whatnot. To me, I felt like we're now experiencing that new era again of fighting games, to where, um, you know, online is getting better, and you know, more people are you know interested in getting into getting into the games, even though they may n never have played it. But just like, yo, this looks interesting. This looks kind of hella hype. I might just play this mm -hmm. and just try it out for myself. And I feel like we're now experiencing that new renaissance era again with fighting Literally. games. Because yeah, I had that same feeling when Street Fighter Four came out, and then you had Mortal Kombat Nine coming out. It was like a really good time to play fighting games. I was That's like, true, yeah. I, like yeah, I feel like we're, we're experiencing that again, and it's just it's just gonna keep getting better. So, should we go with the next topic? Yeah. So the next topic is uh, you had to be there, like any moment in your life that's impacted, 
It could be recent, new. Like that one time I was in a hot dog suit. <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday, actually. Oh, and you know what? <laughs> what you, what you, uh... <laughs> man's really took and it was from the person who like you know let people into the venue yeah. man literally took his hot dog seat like what? no questions <laughs> not even silver knows what i do <laughs> but what you said earlier was that you said you're sure uh to remember like later on i have remembered and this is like a really this is like a pretty good good one um so first i would probably have to explain like this piece of information right here okay, so we're all ears in the Pokemon community, because again, I would say I like a good, a good, well-known name, and people really enjoy me, like just being around other people. Yeah, I kind of have this, you know, I would say X factor about me that people have given a name to. An X factor? X factor, whatever you want to call it, the type of energy, something like. Okay, that. I understand. I just but yeah. <laughs> so they call it the Jin Cheer Skill. Wait, the Jin Cheer Skill. Yes, the Jin Cheer Skill. It's basically oh, going. Oh, Cheer Skill. Okay. Yes, Cheer Skill. It's going off of Pokens. Um, one of the options you have to pick before you actually go into a match. There's a different amount of Cheer Skills you can pick from in the game that can assist you in a fight. Oh, okay. Yes, it's like similar to I would say like. Uh, Marvel Infinity, where they like choose like the type of stone or something. Ah, uh, um, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So. And they call it, for me, the Jin Cheer Skill. Now, <laughs> what does it do? And it's been a progressive thing throughout my life to the point where, at this very moment, people say it can actually affect fate itself. Now, we're just going to leave that on the table. Yeah, if you want me to explain into that later, later on, we'll get into it. But the Jin Cheer Skill is me being really loud because I've, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> well known for just having a very loud voice and being, you know, just uplifting or just people can just hear me across the venue. If you watch our uh, Strive Tournament <laughs> streams, you will hear him oh in the background. Yeah. If, if, if Jin is not commentating, you will hear him in the background 100% of the time. Like, there is a whole argument going on. Oh, yeah. I'm so, glad you guys are starting to, like, realize because the Poker Tournament, uh, like, Poker Tournament community, like, has already gotten used to it, and they already, like, love it. So every time I'm at a tournament or any tournament, I will be cheering for someone. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I will probably know who that person is. But if I see some good behind gameplay, and I'm like, yo, like, that's pretty strong player. Yo, let's go. I'm going to cheer for you. That's cool. And there's yeah. been so many times where there, like, there's been so many, like, moments like that. But... One specific one has always made me laugh. And this was a grassroots tournament that was in Nebraska. Oh, wow. For a Pokemon Tournament DX. And they were hosting it inside of a mall. Really nice venue, too. And what happened was is that I was, I, I was being my normal self. People always say, like, yo, you're going to, who are you going to be cheering for for this tournament? I was like, hey, I don't know. Like, if I, if I see, like, I feel like I want to cheer, then I'm going to do it. But everyone expects it. I just naturally do it. It, it, it just comes out of me. <laughs> so what happened was that there was a moment where it was two people. It was Jukum, one of the 
top players as uh, as a septile and he's won he won 2018 um world championships okay he was fighting against uh it was a weavile player huh yes he was a weavile player now so far during the like their match uh he was actually losing and jukum jukum i have like a pretty good friend of he was losing. He was actually down. He was down uh, a game and a round. Oh, He's down a game and a round. And I'm like, oh, no. Nah, like, we got to pick it up. Now, me, because I know we're in a confined space in the mall. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? Let me back up real quick. So <laughs> I just, yes. Because I know the match is happening over in you, the corner. You had to, walk, stream, you had to walk back away. Yes. Yes, I walked away a bit to the very entrance of where the tournament area is. Oh. I go all the way back. Everyone's looking at me. They're like, oh, snap, Jin's about to do it. Everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you had to... Uh, yes, people are getting ready because they already know what to expect. Wow, that's impressive. Here's was what I didn't expect. Me, at the very door. Let's go, Jukum! The, my voice <laughs> counteracted inside. Like, it reverbed inside <laughs> of the room out to the mall. No. To the point where I scared some of the people who were in the food court. And I was like, oh, God, I didn't expect to be that loud. <laughs> and then people in the food court are looking at me. I'm looking at them. I'm like, I'm going to go back inside. Oh, my God. And then eventually I was like, okay. We're gonna calm it down a bit, but I couldn't <laughs> because the game because the game actually started pro progressively getting better. Oh, he actually from the jaws of defeat, or should I say not even the jaws from his feet, from a horror fought battle. Jukum's coming back. He is coming back from being a game oh, and a round down to where oh, he gets God. the round, he gets it back, he gets now a game one on his board, and then everyone's like, dude, Jin just. Jin just got him the Jin cheer skill. He just gave him the Jin cheer skill. He's probably gonna win. And then when it got to game two, I mean game three, and then he's actually gotten a round up. I'm like, there we go, Jokum. There we go. And people are starting to walk by, wondering what is that sound? Why is it? Is there something going on? Why? Why is this one guy oh being so loud? So at that point. They, all we do is just have stragglers walking by. They look in, they look around, they go back out. They're, like the, the number of people in that room increased like maybe by 50 because of how loud I'm being. From that one single match. From that one single match. God damn, that's impressive. Man's got the conqueror's hockey, man. <laughs> that's, what I was that's what I was thinking. So now I'm just like, Dude, he actually won? That was crazy. <laughs> and then at that moment, I go outside for like a moment because I was just like, whew, I want to get something to drink. <laughs> the moment I get, I want to go get to a vending machine, I look over, I see that there's mall security <laughs> waiting at the escalators. <laughs> and I'm just like, they're here for me, aren't they? <laughs> they're here for me. There's no way they're not. I haven't seen mall security this whole entire time. They're here for me. 
This whole and then, entire time. And then I'm looking outside. I'm standing still. One of my friends named Falco, she asks, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I think mall security might be worried. And then they're like, dude, I just came back from parking my car. They were all the way on the other <laughs> side of the mall. I'm like, you mean this one guy? Yes. He's stationed at the other side of the mall. I'm like, my voice reached the other side of the mall. <laughs> I, I don't know my own power. <laughs> don't know my own power. I don't know my own power. But it doesn't stop there. Eventually, later on in the tournament, after I started to put myself on hush-hush mode, so that way people don't arrest me, because I'm not trying, not trying to get arrested in Nebraska. I'm not trying to get arrested in a state that in I have Nebraska no... Nebraska in a Pokemon tournament. <laughs> in a Pokemon grassroots tournament. That sounds like the most abnormal thing that could happen. So, like, afterwards, you know, the heat cools down, GTA. I no longer have the heat on me. Everything's good. Okay. Somebody rushes towards me with their phone. Jin, have you seen this? I look at the phone, it's a Facebook post <laughs> from not only other people or someone who posted it, but from the very mall I'm in stating that there, there isn't a football game going on on the second floor. It's just someone who's increasingly loud <laughs> and just talking about the game. I got on a Facebook post for them from the mall because of how loud I'm being. And I'm Some like, you responded afterwards. I did not. Cause I was like, they were probably going to find out who I am. Track me. They know who I look no like. And what. now mall security are probably going to come to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna leave it at that. I somehow not only alerted security to my location, but I also ended up making a Facebook post that people thought there was, because people were being so loud, they thought there was a football game, like people were watching a football game inside the space. No. So, yeah. At that point, everybody just, everybody in the community just loves that story because they're just like, dude, I remember when Jin literally like, was about to get arrested and it ended up as a Facebook post. Like, <laughs> it's not a football game, just a bunch of nerds gaming. Just a bunch of people gaming, having some fun. Oh man, what a story! That, I loved it. That yeah, is a, that's a story I haven't even heard before. Oh, and yeah. the name of that tournament that I had forgot, it was called Eye of the Storm. I have the storm. Ah, I've heard of that. That's yeah, heard of Floridian. I love it. <laughs> that's literally Floridian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great tournament. Had a, uh, it was a crazy time. It, it, people people remember it specifically for that moment. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna need you when I'm in, on stream. I'll let you know. Be just like Jen, D dude. You don't even know the half of it. Do you know how many people have actually said, "Hey, Jen, do you mind like standing behind me? You know, give me some energy." I'm like, dude, am I being commissioned? Like. <laughs> Truly ask I'll me give like you a bottle of water or lozenges. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> he doesn't know the half of it. People have actually done that. What? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. People have truly asked me, like, hey, do you need a bottle of water? Do you mind like, you know, like, you know, yelling behind me, giving me some hype? I even, this is my coincidence. <laughs> Dude, your coincidence is real. Like, if I were to like like show this to the community, I'd be like, yeah. I've not. asked Jin for assistance before. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> oh my god, you need to turn into Jin Sistance. Jin Sistance? Yeah. I'll see myself out later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely a moment I would say, that is like, so freaking cool. you, you would have had to be there because it was just too funny for me. Oh my god. 
That's great. That is, that is awesome. So tell us about your pet peeves. Something you hate. In-game, out-game, offline, online. Uh, wise, like, give us three. There could be like... Give you three. Yes. Okay. Well, it's... It's... Oh, that's tough. I would say, well, for one, I think this is like the easiest. And I'm going to look straight into the camera when I say this. <laughs> if you go to a tournament... Come on now. Wash yourself. Please clean up. Preach. Please. Respected. Facts. Please. Cause No paper. Oh my goodness. Oh, like, like I, I I don't know where the smell is coming from. I just know it's around me. And there was something someone said that I can't remember, but competing in a fighting game. It's work. It actually is work. April, oh, yeah. if it gets your blood pumping, then that means you might build sweat. Oh, oh, and if yeah. you don't wash yourself... It's going to come through. It's going to come through. It, like, it, It's like a whole tragedy. On. Like we, We've heard a similar pet peeve, and we talk about this still to this day. And, yes. And I'm, I'm still impressed by it. It's a continuous on phenomenon. Because you, if you go to... And, and you and some people spend so much time like, hey man, you got a room, you you got a space. Like, you mind if I join in? Like, you know, on your room, you got somewhere to stay for the tournament. If you already know you're gonna be staying somewhere, the first thing you should think about is like, all right, before I go to the tournament, hygiene. Yes. Hygiene. Yes. Bring your stick of stick spray. Something of deodorant. Deodorant. It works wonders. Please. But understand that even though if you have deodorant, a shower truly helps. Yes. It's the main thing 100%. that helps. What just water? No. Soap soap? Bar? Body I don't know what it is. Like, if I have to get up an hour early before a tournament or at least an hour and a half early, I'm making sure I shower. I make sure I have proper clothes. I still forgot how my uh, checklist for CEO last year got retweeted multiple times. <laughs> I made a checklist. And I put deodorant like three times on that, on that bitch. No hesitation. Dude, like, one thing's for sure, like, that's always my priority, like, before I even go into tournament. Am I going to What am I going to have for breakfast? is mm -hmm. right next to my hygiene. Because no that. one's going to catch me being a stink cloud in a yes. tournament that's already yes. going to have shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder people. Exactly. I don't yeah. want to be a snack-ass loser. I do not want to stench. <laughs> like, especially if you plan on being there for majority of the day. Like, yo. Literally. Hygiene, people. Like, I, it, I, it, I it is it. not that hard. I'm like, carrying a stick of deodorant for emergency. I'm like, yo, you're gonna. It, it is not that hard to take me. care of your hygiene. Like, even you can put as much body spray on you as much as you want. You could do that. Yeah. But like, understand that all times. when you sweat, it's it's that odor is stronger than your body spray that you have to continuously like, keep. That is called on. perspiration. Like if yes. your mix is strong and your your scent is like stronger, then there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just, just yeah. Just like it's 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 just a wonder of how do you how do you let it go? How how do you how do you think to yourself? And go like, all right, I'm gonna go into a tournament and think like, all right, did I not shower? I'm gonna be okay. 
Yeah. I, I think I'm blessed to have natural congestion. Where I'm not sick, where I just can't smell anything. That's a blessing. <laughs> um, but now that I just thought about it, another, like, pet peeve. Mm-hmm. It's probably being, like, you know, when you're at a tournament, like, I would say being reasonable about your opponent or at least, you know, being considerate. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to, uh, like, to really go into this, but it's this is something that actually happened recent. And this is, and this is ha- nothing against the person I'm about to talk about. This has nothing to deal with, like, who they are, their stats, their personality. Understandable. It's just the scenario of what was going on. So the person I'm actually going to talk about is Leffen. Ooh, the mm. Swedish guy. Now, uh, combo breaker. Not this year, but last year. Or technically talking yeah, to last year. 2021. I believe, yeah. No, 2022 or 2020? Like, did combo breaker already happen here? No, no not no, yet. Last no. So That's, last year. Yeah, last year. <sighs> combo breaker's in May. May, okay. And last year it was in May. It, one of the combo breakers. I, I, but no worries. This, this is what happened. So... And this is a tournament I've been training for as well. I knew I was going to do pretty well. Um, this is to make it out winner's side. I actually did this well. I'm, I'm ch- this is Combo Breaker trying to make it out winner's side of Guilty Gear Strive. Uh-huh. And I know I knew already ahead of time, like, oh, I do believe I have the skill set, mindset, and the capability of actually making it to Leffen. And I did. Sat for pools, getting ready to play. Round one. We're getting into it. He's pressuring me. I'm in the wall. And this is the time where he was playing Zotto. Okay. So I'm stuck in a corner. I get out. And then now it's my turn to pressure. I'm actually about to take the first round against Leffen. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, my controller disconnects. Mm. Now... What's crazy about this is that I've been playing, I've gone through five games with other people. Yes. My controller has not disconnected once. Right. And then I'm like, how? 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 And he's like, all right, well, he's like, all right, you can go ahead, put your controller, like, replug your controller, and I take the first round. And I'm just like, I don't even. What? And this is where it kind of really struck a nerve. A TO who was like nearby, it wasn't the official TO for that area, but it was a TO right next to it. He came over and he's like, hey, are you having controller problems? I'm like, yeah. Man, th- this PS4 has been doing that. What? Wow. What? Why are we playing on it? Yeah. Why are we playing on it? And then he's like, all right, well, what do you guys want to do? And then Leffen's saying he wants to take the round. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, if this was my fault, I would have, without a TO, yeah. I would have straight up said, yo, it's my you fault. Can have, I take you can take the round. Yeah. Let's go into the next one. But this isn't my fault. Yeah. You're telling me to let you take issues? the round. He, this T.O. who was right here is telling me that this PS4 that we're playing on has issues. And you're telling me to let you take the round. And then he's like, well, hey, man, it was you, not me. Like, why didn't it disconnect us both? Wow. And then I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because you're playing on, like, 
I don't even, I think he was playing on a hitbox because he definitely wasn't playing on controller or something right. like that. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe it just happens against PS4 controllers. And then the TO is like, well, you guys have to progress because we are behind. We need to get these, these matches rolling. Oh, and then I'm just like, dude, why are we paying on this PS4? Yeah, why is it taken out of um, tournament? Yes. And then he's like, all right, I'll make sure that uh, you, we go ahead, take this PS4 away, and then you guys go ahead and play over that one. And he's like, all right, um, but I'm still taking my round, right? And I'm sitting what? here, I'm like... the fuck? What the... F it wasn't my fault. And it's like, hey, man, like, but those are the rules. And then I got so pissed off, I was like, you know what? I don't care whatever take the round but i thought i really didn't care yeah like, I, you, I know you would probably i it. cared yeah i could i could I, see I it too i could see it in my play that i definitely cared it was still in the back of my mind and because of that i was doing so well the first round and i know i was about to take the first round because i had put uh uh left it in a corner and i was ready to win that round that first round instantly i got washed I can tell I'm upset. I can tell I'm not playing right. I can tell I'm not even like happy with what's going on. The, yeah. The audacity to assume what you would want without your consent and approval. That's exactly. not cool at all. Like, at least he should have asked both of you, saying, hey, what do you think? What do you think? What can we do? And then, there has to be a compromise. And yeah. then going straight, like, after the game, I'm wrapping up my controller. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, you know, the PS4 is a faulty, like, piece of hardware. I'm just like, Leffen said this? Yes, straight from Leffen's words. He said, the PS4 is, you know, it's a faulty piece of hardware. And then he left, and we just walked away. Wow. And I'm just like, there was no consideration for the fact that it wasn't my fault. Yeah. We're just, like, I understand we're in a competitive environment. Yeah. Every but, man for themselves, you win, you win, you lose, you lose. But and for those who are hungry, they only think about the goal. Yeah. But, like, can you bring yourself down a minute to, yeah. like, think about how this isn't my fault? Yeah, because if, if, the, if the shoe was on the other foot... He would have been crying. Yeah. Exactly. So, if anything, like, just think about if things go awry, you know, just don't, you know... Just be considerate. Be like, we're all trying to play some good games. Be considerate of other people, whether it's a bad situation, good situation. Like, make people feel comfortable, make people feel good. It's not only you who's trying to enjoy the tournament, but then there's everybody else who's also come here for a good time. Yeah. And that definitely ruined my good time. I was able to make it out of pools, but going straight into top 90, 94, Damn. I definitely just couldn't compete. And then I lost straight out of like top 94. Ugh, that's a bummer to hear. Um, but yeah. yeah. Consideration of other people, washing people. What would your third one be? What would be third one be? Third and final pet peeve. There are no wrong answers. I know there's no wrong answers, but it's like for me, because like I really spend most of my time making sure people do feel good about a tournament. Yeah, I'll be like, hey yo, like you doing alright? Like you know, if somebody looks like they're just like they just lost, and I'll be like, all right, you know, he probably yeah, needs to be left alone, things like that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. You know, I think my last pet peeve would just be you know making sure you have your own controller. Cause, oh my uh, god, that, I've seen something like that a while back for Smash, it was awkward. 
because there's a lot of times where it's like, hey, man, like, can I borrow your controller just for, like, one game? Like, okay, and then, like, you know, you probably forgot it at the tournament table. You know, there's a lot of people, so somebody probably already took it. Like, dude, like, bring, like, have your equipment at the ready. You go yeah. to a tournament and forget your controller? I mean, I understand everybody's human, but come on, like. If it's at a major, I would not accept that. Yeah. Unless, like, it's a close friend. I know I lost a tournament, but I can understand. Like, if I trust this person in my life, I can trust him a fist. <laughs> like, that's perfectly understandable in that situation. But yeah, ha- have your sword have your sword at the ready and making sure it's close by. If you need a backup just because you probably you know you're probably forgetful, you know you're human, things like that, have another one on standby. Always. Yeah. But me, I, I'm always the type, like, I have never asked anyone for their controller oh, no. ever yeah the only time i've ever asked for someone's controller is if it actually doesn't matter and if it's a casual but if it's like tournament time dude why aren't you ready <laughs> yeah exactly why aren't you ready <laughs> for me oh my god for me there's this one smash player he, he you know you know okay guy cool dude whatnot but every tournament he doesn't have a controller doesn't have a control doesn't have a control. that's annoying yeah and i'm just like have your own controller and then you know when they lose and i give them any random controller i'm not gonna give you a controller <laughs> that you prefer you're not gonna I'm, be pristine controller for like no fucks given. like some of them would want the pro controller the wireless one and i'm just like bro that is like 60 bucks i don't have extra pro Hell controllers no. so whatever controller you get if you lose you lose yeah like it's on you yeah bring your own controller that you feel comfortable with so that way you can perform in the tournament Otherwise, whatever controller that we have or I give you, maybe you may not like the GameCube controller. Maybe you prefer another controller. Listen, whatever I give you, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Learn to play with it. Other than that, bring your own controller. And when it comes to, like, arcade sticks, I remember one time I did forget my arcade sticks. I ended up borrowing someone else's, but they had a square gate arcade stick. Oh, no. And I'm more of a a six. (laughs) I was just like... This ain't it. This ain't feeling this right. Is not, this is not right <laughs> no, it didn't feel right. And I'm just like, yeah, my inputs ain't coming up. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Hey, appreciate it. I'm going to just take the L on that one. And from then on, I was like, nah, I'm always going to have my arcade stick with me wherever I go. Com- comfortability matters. It's definitely for yeah. sure. Especially how you feel like, you know, you do well on like, you know, a controller. Like for me, I make, like, remake all my controllers. Like, I take them apart. I oh, put a new one back. Oh, like, refurbish. That's yeah, that's definitely what I do. Because after I found out, like, how I like customizing them and then using different buttons, right now I have, because uh, most, like, default PS4 um, DualShock controllers, <clears throat> they have, like, their D-pad. It's a whole entire piece. Yeah. Me... I adapted out of that because I was like, you know what? I'm tired of like, like different type of inputs coming out or like different things. And I was like, ordered individual buttons, put them in myself. Huh. Even for my uh, um, my other buttons, I have like a little bit of a softener, like rubber, so that way they like easily push in. There's no like so much resistance. I have less resistance on my um, my D-pad, more resistance on my uh, buttons. Soon enough, I'm gonna fix up the triggers, so that way they're just like nice click triggers, oh, other yeah. than just like I do all that for my controller. So I know for sure that controller is mine. That is my baby, and that's what I'm gonna go into a fight with. Yeah. That is mine, and I make sure that I do my thing with it. People gonna, no one's gonna go like, "Hey, can I borrow your controller?" I'm like, no, no. Yeah. This is mine. 
you're you don't you probably play on something else. yeah you don't you don't have what I have right here yeah <laughs> it may look like an ordinary PS4 controller but it is <laughs> no, not an ordinary no, 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 PS4 no. controller what I do like is like how the trend of hitboxes kicked in last year and then Snackbox came in once I found out Snackbox came in I managed to get one for the first time I added so many stickers designs and such so it's specifically mine I know exactly which one it is especially with the one I did my little opening of the uh, V2 Mm-hmm. I literally just put like a Murakami like keychain, because you have the like, keychain holes to add on to your custom stuff. Yeah. So I know it's 100% mine. If one, there's this input buttons and the switches too, because I swapped in for silent switches. I'm not one of those people that like clicking noises. Because <laughs> someone said my inputs were too loud and I took that personally. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I did not let that slide. I waited for a whole year. <laughs> I can tell when you're super. <laughs> I took that personally. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's funny. It is. I still laugh at it. <laughs> but I now know how to switch buttons, keycaps, and all this, all because of that one personal response. <laughs> you know what? Hey, like now you know how to do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Sponsor me, junk foods. <laughs> I have one pet beef before we um, go on to our closing remarks and. This is coming from a TO's perspective and whatnot. So this is something I saw on social media. I'm not going to target this person or whatnot, but I am just going to say that this one comment where this one, um, this one individual said that, you know, locals are dying. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Oh, the, you know, locals are dying and whatnot because, you know, you, you have some locals, especially for Smash, where... They're no longer, you know, doing Smash or whatnot. So once there's like maybe a local that goes, they're like, "Oh, locals are dying." I'm just like, "No, locals are not dying. It's just the fact that there are certain periods of time where some places are not going to have a huge amount of people coming out, mm-hmm. especially on certain days, especially like work, like work days or school days. Yeah. People are not going to come out to locals or whatnot because priorities take into effect. So. Granted, we are in, what, the first three months into the new year. Things are, like, a little bit slow. Yeah. So not a lot of people are going out. Not a lot of people are attending um, tournaments or whatnot. That's fine. I know for the next six months, like April, May, June, July, August, September, that's major season. Yeah. That's where everybody's going to Summer, baby. Yeah, Yeah. that's where everyone's going to start coming out. They're going to want to compete. They're going to... Um, start getting ready to go to Combo Breaker, uh, Low Tide City, uh, CEO. CEO, Evo, or um, Super Smash Con, wherever. There's a whole plethora of yeah. majors and conventions yeah, so, that are hard to name. So me, you know, doing this for a while now and, you know, using last year as a reference tool, I can say that quarter one of this year, yeah, things are going to be slow. Quarter two and three, that's where things start to pick up. And then quarter four towards the end of the year, it starts to die back down a little bit because, hey, it's the New Year's, the holidays. Maybe not a lot of people are going to go out, but I always know, like, the first three months, things are a little bit slow. So when people are saying that, oh, locals are dying, it's like, no, locals are not dying because I'm still here Mm -hmm. running tournaments each and every week. And if I'm not here, someone else will be here in my place to keep things running. So locals are not dying. It's just the fact that people have other priorities. They just, you know, hey, they ain't going to make it. They're not going to make it every week, but they'll try to. So if you do not want certain local venues to stop hosting or running tournaments, then 
do your part by, you know, attending or try to attend as much as possible. Try to bring some of your friends or ask the people of that venue, hey, how, what can I do to help bring more people to your venue, to your place of business, so that way more people can keep coming because another thing, and this, most of this is with the Smash community, of course. Yeah, that's Like, no that's a no-brainer. That's canon. But um, it's the fact that these venues, they still need to make money because they are still a business mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Uh -huh. So if you're using their space and they're not making any profit, then it's just like, okay, I'm losing money because they, you know, certain players do not take into consideration that they got to pay the electricity. They got to pay, you know, the rent. The air conditioning, man. The insurance, everything that goes the into The water bill. Yeah, so everything goes into that because, hey, you're using the space, but they got to make sure the house got to get their cut at the end oh, of the yeah. day. Yeah. The house got to get their cut at the end of the day. If it's like if they're not getting – because they're looking at their quarterly um, financials. They're looking at their numbers. And it's like, yo, if we're not making enough, then it's just like, then it's like, hey, we're losing money. I'd rather rent out the space to someone that's going to financially put more money into us. So it's just like, hey, we're not going to be hosting a storm anymore because the fact that we're not getting a lot of people coming out. So it's just like, we're losing money trying to, you know, host this space for you guys. Not a lot of y'all are coming out or showing up. So it's just like, we're just not going to, we're just going to, you know, part ways. It sucks, but that's where the community should step in and just be like, hey, let's keep coming out more and more and more to keep these local venues going for longer periods of times. Mm -hmm. So that's just my pet peeve. <laughs> just go out to your locals, attend them when you can, and tell people about them, promote them, so that way more people can know about these places, so that way they don't you know, stop hosting their tournaments. Because I hate seeing that on the timeline. And I'm just like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking exactly. about. But, you know, when you're the attendee, you're not the person that's running everything. And, of course, talking with the venue owner and then you're getting an idea of their f financials. Then it's just like, OK, I can't see why. Like, I talk to the owners almost literally ev almost every day of the week. Yeah. And I know how much it costs to operate operate yeah. all of this so yeah it's not an easy thing so imagine other places in that particular fashion like talk with the owners they'll be 100% transparent with you yeah that's good to be straightforward be honest because if you're in a bar setting and only competing getting water the venue's not going to be making much yeah it's good to support the, the uh, events your locals and stuff but support the venue as well yeah. Let it drive. You can just purchase a drink or something, but at least show that you care about the place you're at. Yeah. And show some respect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely for sure. Where there are people who have, like, a very competitive, like, nature or there's people who want to make a difference in their gameplay, they're going to want to find out where they can actually increase their gameplay at and for most people, their make sense place to do that is at a local. So there's always going to be a need for, hey, I want to see where I stack up versus other people. And they're going to try to find, well, where can I do that? What's the local nearby that I can actually compete at? Um, a pretty good example would be... Uh, you know, going into Versus. Like, unfortunately for Versus, they didn't survive the pandemic hit. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, all right, well, that's truly where, you know, the money isn't making the means. People can't make it out. People mm -hmm. can't 
you know, provide to that tournament. And that was a specific scenario where local did have to be let go. And that's because that space couldn't be kept up. But there's still more locals out there that, okay, well, they were able to survive that hit. And they're still here. Like, they still are putting out tournaments. So That's 100% true. So, or even new ones in development. Yeah, for sure. And that just sounds like to me that someone who just, you know, they probably just looked on Twitter and was like, oh, they saw one person talking about it or they just think, like, they know already what's going on. Yeah, because they're giving off a doom and gloom, you know, kind of, you know, kind of attitude and whatnot. It's just like that's not the that's not the it's not the right kind of attitude to have because all you're gonna do is discourage players to you know going out when yeah. it's just when it should be the opposite. You should encourage them to, you know, keep coming out and just, you know, go and just go to your you know, go to these locals and compete so that way you can improve your game, get more experience and whatnot. And then of course, you know, create memories and have a good time. Always. At you know, at the end of the day. So when you know, when I hear, you know, stuff like that, like locals are dying, it's like, no, it's just it, it only dies when the community stops supporting it. That's when it dies. Yeah. When the community starts stops supporting it, that's when it dies. Even or that and if there are no there's like no one who wants to step up as a TO to start running things. Yeah. To the point where it's just like, you know what, it's just not it's not um capable for them to actively keep, you know, trying to run and run, especially when you know, people aren't coming out. Because even for me, when people don't come out for certain tournaments that I do want to um, do want to host and I do want to, you know, try to build a scene, it gets, to me, it's discouraging. And I hate having to tell people, even if it's like three or four people that come out just like, listen, guys, I hate to break that news to them and be like, listen, we're not going to have a tournament because we don't have enough people. So you guys can, you know, go to the front get your refund and whatnot. I, I hate doing that. That is a huge pet peeve of mine. It's just like, yeah, yeah. I, it, I just hate doing that. It's happened, and I'm kind of glad that most people can drive off of tournaments and go to locals and even have a proper schedule so they can plan it out. Dude, I, I've been, because uh, ever since I realized that, uh, that I can actually make it out to, to, to Flynn's. Because the first time I actually came here wasn't to compete, but I was thinking of, like, locals that I could just be at or where I could, like, go to. The first time I came here, it took me an hour and 15 minutes to get here. And in my head, I thought that's how long it actually took to get here, but not realizing that was just all because of traffic. <laughs> oh, oh, I was relieved. Cause, no, that, that was just all because two, of traffic. We're in two branches of West Palm. Yeah. You're closer to Flint than I am I, since I live in Wellington. And then eventually when I, after that first time, I'm like, all right, I don't want to spend like a whole hour just going out to a local because like at, the, at that period of time, I'm like doing a lot. But then eventually when I was looking for locals again, I was like, wait, Flint's is 30 minutes away? What? Really? Pain. I could be, I could be. <laughs> I could be actually, like, playing fighting games in a local. Like, I kind of want to because that's where I really want to. Yeah, I'm going to come out here. What? Like, 30 minutes? Like, that's that's free. And then not to mention my schedule is really nice, too. I make sure I work out my schedule so that way I can actually come to Flynn's at, during, like, times, like, uh, on a Sunday for Hell Get your yeah. Shy. Right. So, of course, you guys, you guys aren't aren't gonna aren't gonna leave me out. I'm oh, nah. I'm gonna be coming. Y'all coming consistently. Y'all y'all got a whole nother person here. Yeah. Y'all got a whole nother person <laughs> here. Good. I am that plus one, and I'm gonna be staying for a while. Good. Glad that's, to that's hear what that. Like to hear. 
Yeah, I, I've I've loved the Strive community ever since from day one when we when the game first came out and we first started running tournaments. And, I, and you weren't here for that, but we had them outside. Oh yeah, the outdoor days. Yeah, we I, were what? Running, yeah we were running tournaments outside the venue. So in like short term, like we had like two tables, we had four monitors, four playstations, and like we all sat close to each other, bundled up. I was late in the Strive game, but I joined the first one and I ducked it ever since. I joined back literally January. Yeah, because this did not exist. Not at all. Oh yeah, I remember this was you guys. Just an idea. You guys were like, you know, renovating, and you got the yeah. space, and then. Yeah. I remember. Like, I saw Smash a post about packed. that. Like Smash was packed. Yeah. Like it was packed to multiple monitors, and inside, then in the front table, like we had so much space that was not like. Because this was because this was during the the pandemic um, yeah, time. Yeah, this was pandemic mode. Yeah, to a point where we would get like for Strive, we were still averaging around like sixteen to eighteen people a week. A week, and you know we we had like a good number of people coming out. Um, I think this was the time when um, Hotashi was living down here. He would regularly come and whatnot. Um, Marvello. We had a couple other people that would you know regularly come out and whatnot, and we were running tournaments outside. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were running tournaments outside. And then when we finally came in, we had tournaments. We were running tournaments over here because this was still getting renovated. Yeah. And then as time passed and passed, then it's just like, okay, they're using this for the concert area, and then tournament area is going to be over here. Eventually, most of the stuff that y'all see in the background, that's all going to be removed. So <clears throat> I'll be pushing the tables more towards the wall over there on the left. And then hopefully have a second stream set up so that way we could run at least, you know, multiple tournaments, um, you know, on, on, you know, like Sunday nights, Friday nights and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The growth. Yeah. 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 Like if you've been here from day one, yeah. then you've been a part of the, you've been, <laughs> you've a, been part a part of, of the, the like, growth. <laughs> like you, you've seen it grow to be like, yo. I remember we was outside. It was hot. <laughs> yeah. When it was raining. It was the, the humidity was unbearable for some people. Yeah, I, it's like, yeah. I wore a tank top just to survive. <laughs> like, some people, like, they were sweating in their hands and trying to, you know, it get their it was, it was a hot game or summer. That's yeah. all I could say. I don't know if you guys could have had me out there, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, your screams probably would have echoed to the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cops would have came. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, what y'all got going on out here? Why are y'all all, like, got this Florida, equipment Florida outside? <laughs> My goodness. All right, our closing remarks. Jen, it has been an honor, and yeah. I am so glad to have you on. De you've definitely shared us some, some of your greatest moments in your experiences in, you know, in the FGC community and whatnot. Greatly appreciate you having on. And honestly, I can't wait to bring you back on for when we – when um. When we have the combo breaker um, cast again. Oh, my God. Oh, a uh, combo breaker cast? Yeah, where we had about, I think we had about, what, six people for that? Marvello. It was, we had Marvello, um, Turb. We had Omni. We had Ryan. We had, like, a line. We had like, a crew. Yeah, we had a crew of people, and they were just talking, and we were just all talking about, like, like their experiences of, their experiences of um, at a combo breaker. And then, of course, we also did a podcast episode of CEO. Everyone's giving their different point of views. Of oh, wow. That's pretty cool. And yeah. I think the that first, one the was... The one was fun. Yeah, the, the combo breaker one was fun, but the CEO one was 
better because we had a lot of people for that one and, and we it was were, our we, we were deeply involved yeah and it was our longest episode like three hours yeah cool. we had to get up extra early for this situation <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm definitely down for sure yeah. i already <laughs> already uh registered for combo breaker i already have my flight as well i'm gathering some people up uh, some of my closer friends from yeah, the poking yeah. community to get a house together and yeah i'm definitely gonna be there so i'm yeah. da- i'm down for that combo breaker talk we're definitely done oh yeah definitely as much as i would love to attend combo breaker i will not be able to i'm broke which so sucks. your perspective <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if anything it's just like yo we're just gonna have people on we'll, 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 we'll give you the experience yes. we want you to relive the experience for us <laughs> yes <laughs> we're gonna live it through <laughs> be like you you it's like you were also, right there if I have to. exactly <laughs> like you were right there because it's like yo every time you go to a major there's always everyone has like a different story to tell because it's just like whether I'm hanging out with you or we're hanging out with a group of people or whatnot. Or like, like whatever ev- gets separated. Or if we get separated, <laughs> it's like we all have our own individual stories and it's just, it makes such for a good time to oh, co- to God. just talk about it. Because there's a, you know, there's a lot of lore that goes behind us. Yeah. And it's like, yo, we need to find a way to archive this so that way we can always revisit and of course people can you know listen and tune in and be like yo this is what happened at this major and, like, <laughs> I, and people are like did i say this yes you did it's account it's accounted for don't you worry <laughs> oh my god yeah that, that sounds like a great time i'm looking forward to it oh yeah oh I yeah gotta, I gotta uh your closing remarks jen uh, thank you, thank you guys for having me. I I was already looking at the podcast and I'm just like, dude, like I, I like I don't even know what you will talk about, but I would definitely I would I'd be down to be a part of a podcast, especially since my stream has been down for quite a while. It's kind of like nostalgic. Uh, it's pra- I think officially now it's been out for a year, and I'm planning on getting it back this year. It just takes a little bit of time, work, and of, of course money. But yeah. but yeah, for sure, uh, I I really enjoyed myself in doing something that's stream related, just like this. Absolutely, Waluigi. Oh, Jen, thank you so much for coming here. Love the energy you've provided since like the past month of seeing you. It is the funniest thing. Yes, <laughs> like we need that type of comedic relief, and it's good to have that for the community as well, especially. A voice that's being heard. That's fucking sick. Uh, I've, I've always been the one to provide the energy. I've, I, I have so much energy just in general. Yeah, like, I saw one of your martial arts clips. I love the wholesomeness you provide. Oh, to the yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> you guys saw, you guys both saw that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that is major. I retweeted. I'm like, that is major respect. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, you're going to be a perfect guest for this episode. And I'm like, glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It, it was it was great. Thank you for being here. Like that's most important. Absolutely. And thank you guys for viewing in. <laughs> yep. Jen, where can people find you? Uh people can find me on the long tag at Jin Biasharin on Twitter. That's just J I N B Y A S H A R I N. Uh I also do have a Twitch, but currently it's uh, you know, I'm not on it right now, but... Under construction. Yes, yep. under construction, going to be renovated. Uh, same thing, J-I-N-B-Y-A-S-H-A-R-I-N, Sage. <laughs> Once it's fully built, I'll follow and, it. And switch that TV. That's the weird thing, though. I actually asked the community, if, like, hey, should I, like, change my name? Like, change, like change my app? change my twitch out they're like no don't change it like like we already got used to it i'm like 
all right. But yeah, you can find me there, and you can also find me online, probably on one of your favorite fighting games. And you can probably hear him in a major with the uh, Jin Cheer talk. Oh, trust me, <laughs> you can hear me at a major. You can hear me at la la last thing. Last thing I can say because uh, this was during the um, um, another Pokemon World Championship right. where I was actually competing at the door, the front door. Oh, no. The front door, and trust me, when they do a world championship, it's grand. Long red carpet. I said, let's go, Pokin. I can hear everyone all down by where the setups are saying, let's go, Jin. I'm like, oh, they know it's me. <laughs> That's iconic. That is the most iconic thing. But yeah, like, I'm always loud, so I'll clearly bring the, bring the energy at any time where I am. Hell yeah. Definitely. All right, y'all. Well, this has been episode 75 of the South Florida Gamers podcast. We are signing off, and we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.